Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Coffee Cream and Convo. What's up? I wish you guys could hear how long it takes us to start an episode. I'm, I'm glad y'all can. <laughs> I am directly linked in the process of making sure you guys don't hear it. <laughs> Every time before you we start, Tommy's like, okay, you ready? And I'm like, yeah. And then he's about to press record, then I start singing. Then I start laughing. Seven more minutes go by. I gotta tell some stupid story. Gotta get the giggles out. <laughs> you Sometimes remember? it works better than others. <laughs> Do you remember when we were recording with Grace? Oh man. Oh my goodness. It must have taken me like a good ten minutes to get it out. Definitely. <laughs> it definitely did. We had other things to do that day too. Like yes. We were behind the eight ball on time. And she had a really great story to tell. So it was like you you can't cut it short right you, you can't you, we couldn't cut short what she was saying right because it wouldn't have done justice to her story at all which was a great story by the way and we still fit in all the shenanigans before we recorded good 10 minutes i gotta get the sillies out i feel it as soon as he says let's go i feel the laughter bubble up mm-hmm. every time it happens <laughs> sometimes samad and i sit down there at the, the studio for a half hour before we start recording sure. just because we gotta I don't want to say warm up. Yeah. Because, you know, usually we we record after work Mm -hmm. and, you know, we talk to people at work all day. So it's not like we have to warm up our voices or anything professional at all. We just have to stop being fucking dumb for a minute. (laughs) And sometimes it takes 20, 30 minutes. I don't know why I feel more silly right before. I don't know what it is. It's every single time. I got to sing a song. I got to do a dance. I got to laugh every time. Usually got to sing because, you know, I like to sing. I know you do. I like to dance. So do you. Don't lie. Knock it off. Don't lie. This isn't about me. This is about you. What? What? <laughs> I don't know. That's just my well, loaded actually, response. This episode is not about me or you. It would be no, more of an us thing. not about me. What do you mean? Not? Why do why you say it like that? We'll see. Okay. This episode... We will be talking about polyamory. Yay! I'm excited to talk about polyamory. I'm excited to learn. Because I know Tommy's not excited to talk about polyamory. (laughs) It's really just not my thing. Uh, But I am excited to learn about it. Like I like to hear how other people live. I got tons to teach you. Tons and tons and tons of information to teach you. You hear that? Three-parter coming at you. It's not a three-parter. It's not a three-parter. It'll be a single episode. It's a single episode. It might be a little lengthy, though. It's going to be a single episode. (laughs) (laughs) So, if you guys remember, we brought up polygamy in the first episode we did about cults. We definitely did. Uh, We were speaking about carbonation and how the leader of the cult, Nature Boy refers to himself as a polygamous polygamous man and he does his own version of polygamy which to me is not the way it should be done that's just my does anything the way it should oh be no done. no he's a whole hot mess there's a whole bunch of other stuff going on with him right now which i forgot to tell you about but i'll tell you later anyway so you know i shared with you guys how i feel about it which i advocate for polygamy uh polyamory i should say and um i didn't realize until after we recorded that you weren't here for it no i'm not so share with i'm everybody. a one woman man okay and you know people are out here men and women alike because you know sometimes you fall on the wrong side of the fence as a person okay they say uh nature says that men are supposed to be with 
multiple women you're never supposed to settle down with just one in order to spread your seed mm -hmm. yeah but we're not cavemen anymore we don't live off instinct okay so it, to me it's just selfish it's somebody that doesn't want to settle down with one person and there's nothing wrong with not wanting to settle down with one person mm -hmm. but that's what marriage is marriage is when you settle down with one person wow. uh, it's a religious institution it's not something that people came up with because you know they just felt like they had to do a ceremony to be married. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it became a government thing where they get paid off of it. Mm -hmm. So that is really designed for one person uh, and one person, two people, man and man, woman and woman, man and woman, whatever. One and one. Okay. To me, again, it's just selfish to want to go out and have six wives or seven wives. Okay. I, 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 or even I two wives. Come on, man. Do your own dishes. <laughs> I respect your opinion. I, I don't agree fully, but I don't totally disagree with you either. I respect how you feel about it. Um, that is not something that is on the table for us. No. Um, but I have had a situation before in a relationship where that was on the table. That was that was what that was that relationship. Right. In this relationship that I have with you, not at all. I feel very selfish about you and our relationship, and I'm not willing to share you with anybody. No. Except for Maria. <clears throat> Reina Rosa Sanchez. So <laughs> we just call her Maria because we don't like saying her full name all the time. Maria for everyone out there, Maria is Tommy Sidechick. <laughs> Reina Rosa Sanchez. <laughs> My sister wife. <laughs> and I've been taunting him with this for the past week or two that I've been working on this episode. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what we're gonna call uh our third. Maria. <laughs> for this episode <laughs> maria so let's talk about types of poly relationships okay so first and foremost polygamy is a marriage between one person and two or more people at the same time so that would be you mm -hmm. like the the husband yes and then me mm -hmm. and then Maria. Okay. A man and two wives. Well, further still with that would be polygyny. Oh, okay. To be specifically a man with several women it's, it's is polygyny. polygyny. But polygamy is one person with more than one spouse. Okay. So it's not defined sexes. It's just the, the umbrella that polygyny yes. and what's the other? Polyandry. So polygyny and polyandry fall under the umbrella of polygamy. Polygamy, correct. So Got polyandry it. is a wife with two husbands, two or more husbands. I feel like there's a stigma with that. Why Why do you think that? Let me hear Because, this. you know, well, no, because men always look at a woman who's got two men as a whore. Yes. And a guy who's got two chicks as like a smooth cat. Right. So I feel like those polyandry couples probably uh, get a lot of whore comments and Probably, but I mean, shaming. If you about that life, fuck it. I mean, if you want to take a bunch of dicks, not you personally, but you know, as people, if y'all want to take a bunch of dicks, that's on you. You're I don't saying care. it, but you're saying it from 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 the perspective of sex. It's not just about sex; it's about a relationship. A relationship does not sex does not constitute you, you a relationship. Can, you can have friends without getting married. I got lots of friends I'm not going to marry. I, I'd hope oh, not. Lots of them. <laughs> I'd hope not. We'd have to have a conversation about that. Yeah. Sorry, Samad. I'm taking. <laughs> <laughs> Samad, I didn't say it. That was him. I had nothing to do with it. You know, I'm always on your side because he, He's going to be black. mad when he first hears this. Of but, course he you know. will. He's probably going to call you, you bitch. He won't call me. He'll send me a text message. 
Oh, oh, he yeah. knows not to call me. Oh. Everybody knows not to call I, me. I didn't mean like... Don't call me. Oh, God. Call to come to think of the hotline. You can yell at me there. I won't return your call. I'm not going to call you on there. I'm going to yell at you here. I don't talk on the phone. <laughs> he does not talk on the phone, y'all, at all. Shout out to my wife, Heidi, here, who does all my phone calls, <laughs> most recently with Geico. Yes. Who, while I sat and listened to her talk about my policy on, on the phone, <laughs> I became frustrated and was trying to rush it along. Yeah. Which I, is why I do not talk on the phone. <laughs> if I can't slap you in your face for something you oh, say, gosh. I don't want to talk to you. It was a 40-minute phone call. And she was very nice and very helpful. Absolutely. No complaints about it and at all. I was fine, but he was getting so restless, which is why I, I handled the call. But any, anyway, I digress. So we have poly, uh, polygamy, mm-hmm. polyandry, polygyny. Yes. Now you can have a triad, also known as a thruple. Or a Chinese gangster. Uh, which is a relationship that involves three people, or you know, three people um, that date in the same way that, you know, two people would. All right. Now, does that mean that every time they go out, it's all three of them? Yes. Because all three of them are in the relationship. I see. Okay. Then you have a quad, which is four people. Also an ATV. <laughs> which is <laughs> oh boy this is gonna be interesting i'm trying to teach you something but if that if you have to use word association in order to learn this feel free <laughs> so you may be in a chinese gangster i did or not ATV relationship. i did not i did not put you in anything so a quad would be two polyamorous couples getting together and one person from one couple dates the other person another person from the other couple so let's say you and i are together obviously Mm -hmm. yeah and maria say her name maria (laughs) maria rosa sanchez (laughs) maria has a husband so all four of us would be together all four of us would be together in a relationship and you and maria would date and me and maria's husband would date and that's called a quad a quad okay a full quad four people that are dating and all four people are involved with one another wow so again so i'm hitting maria and her husband facts that would be how it would go that's okay that's not a problem here so let's 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 look <clears throat> anyway <laughs> it's all about what works for you whatever floats your boat well, i mean i guess you would not man. be involved in a, in a relationship such as that because you don't get down that way no but there are couples who are okay with everybody yeah, I mean, smashing and whatever his husband wants to suck dicks on the side he's welcome to it i don't hold it against him or anything i mean i have never once been assaulted by a gay man okay i've been hit on by gay men before but i've never been assaulted by one when like no assaulted. one ever came up and you know tried to force themselves on me okay you know like guys like to do to women all the time mm. okay so mad respect for the gay community all right i hope so That's all for it um also polycule now this was one i didn't know the word for it i know what it is yeah I know the word for it so that's just a whole bunch of people together so again you and i maria maria's husband and then maybe maria's husband's partner okay all of so everybody a together bunch of, bunch of people mm-hmm. getting down together yeah all right I thought that would be a commune because, you know, the 60s, 70s. (laughs) I don't like how the 60s keep coming up in these episodes. For some reason, I felt you you were going to say orgy or something like that. That's what I expected you to say. I feel like an orgy is like a short-term polycule. Okay. Like it's just there for as long as the sex lasts. Yeah. 
I, I see where you, I see your thought process on that. So let's talk about roles in a poly relationship. Okay. So this you'd have the primary. The potato roll. I don't think that would be the kind. I mean, you like onion rolls, so whatever kind of roll yeah, you want it to primary. be. That's not the primary. Okay, the primary. The primary is the potato roll. For me, if we're talking about rolls, the primary would be the potato roll. Okay, so the primary would be an example of that would be you and I in a relationship. This is the main relationship. We share our lives together. We share expenses, children, whatever. This is the primary relationship. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then you'd have the secondary, which would be you and I, and then the secondary would be Maria. 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 Yeah, because that's 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 her role in our relationship. She's a secondary. She's a good woman. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't mind being secondary. <laughs> While you might have a committed relationship with Maria, you guys yeah. might not. Your lives are not going to be as intertwined. So where you and right. I share expenses and children and this and that, you and Maria have that loving relationship, but you don't share a household. Gotcha. Okay. So she's really like the definition of the side chick, but she's accepted by the wife. Right. At least the fact that Maria and I are together. Right. Is accepted by the wife. Right. Then you have what's called a metamore. Metamore. Yes. So okay. that's your partner's partner that you're not involved with. So again. Okay. So you if it's I- me and Maria, mm-hmm. that would be, you would be the, the, or no, Maria would be the metamore. Because you're my primary, mm-hmm. and she's the partner that you're not involved. I'm not with. involved with her, right? Okay. Uh, unless we're in a poly, uh, a full quad relationship. Or I'm, I'm going to tell her about this metamorph stuff. I yeah, don't, I don't no know problem. if she's going to appreciate being called names. It's okay, she's she'll be already fine. secondary. <laughs> she'll be fine. I'm sure she will. Uh, you have a paramour, which is your lover. So Maria, also we'll a band from that. the '90s. You don't or the like 2000s. The 2000s, yeah. The 2000s. Yeah, you don't like Paramore. I don't. I do. They had one jam that I liked, and even that sucked a little bit. Uh, I like them. That girl can sing. Anyway. Then you have the unicorn. Uh, I know this one. Tell this me. This is the, the horse with the horn on its head. <laughs> yes, the mythical creature, the Boom. unicorn. Yes, yes, Boom. Tommy. Yes, you got this one. Not quite. The unicorn is... A bisexual woman that oh. joins a heterosexual relationship or heterotype relationship. I don't know if it could be considered a heterosexual. Well, it's a heterosexual relationship because it's a man and a woman together. Yeah. But the, they may like not. Like for you and I, we would we would have a hetero relationship. Right. But then Maria comes in. Right. And then she is with involved as, with as the both unicorn. of us. Right. Which then, whatever. That's a unicorn. There's also solo polyamorous now i feel like this is the thing that you're gonna say selfish to say that sounds like an oxymoron to me (laughs) how can you be solo and poly at the same time i I need you to explain okay so solo polyamorous is someone who does not want to be the primary partner okay so they'll join a couple or any kind of poly relationship and is willing to just play the secondary partner or just like the sexual partner okay that's it no commitment no no strings attached no no ties okay i feel like this is what you look at and you say selfish to me well i mean that's the way you should do it really if you're going to be out there Mm -hmm. sleeping with multiple people then don't commit to one Mm -hmm. 
Okay. It's just, it doesn't make sense to me. Well, if you're going to commit to one person, you're committed to that person. Otherwise, you lied. You're not committed. Well, <laughs> have you seen the thing with Derek Jackson this week? I don't know who Derek Jackson is. Okay. So Derek Jackson is like a, a relationship guru. Okay. And he he speaks to women and kind of tells them things about, you know, oh, you know, this is what you should do if you're involved with a man that doesn't want you. And, um, you know, ways to find a man or ways to keep a man or what to do or what not to do. All right. That, that's his position. That's what he does. And um, he's been married, apparently, for, for some years. And it wasn't revealed for a while that he'd been married. He has hmm. children, all kind of stuff. He keeps it quiet, which I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with keeping, I'm, I'm a very private good. person. I like to keep a lot of things to myself. Um, not everything is for everyone. So I get that, you know, that aspect. But he, <laughs> the thing is that he talks about men and how they cheat and, and this, that, and the third. Yeah. Come to find out that, oh, oh, before I say this, he also speaks about polyamory and he also calls it selfish. Okay. He said that, polyamory was good for back in the ancient times and, and this and that but in in current times it's just selfish come to find out now that he has been out there throwing the penis around everywhere uh so he's a cheater but he's not a polygamist uh, I, yeah, pretty much so he does the difference here is scumbaggery yeah exactly he does do a video with his wife, which is the most awkward video that I've ever seen. Oh, this guy. Yes. You showed me this yes. video. Yes. And she's sitting there with her bonnet on and like this black sweatshirt just looking like and glasses just looking like I don't want to fucking be here. And he's holding her hand and trying to explain what he did and all this stuff, but all in an effort to sell a book. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's 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 so strange. Turn that around pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, I'm not sure why that. Why did I think of that? What did you say? <laughs> I lost my. I lost what. What made me think that? But um, that guy, scumbag. <laughs> yeah, um, that sounds like some scumbaggery. It does sound like scumbaggery, especially when you're out here tell, telling women, you know, don't waste your time with a guy that does this and a guy that does that, and here you are being that guy, married, and apparently his wife is going to stay. Wow. Mm -hmm. Bless her heart, cause uh, bless her something, huh. Jesus. Cause I gotta go. I'd be out. <sighs> Moving forward, I learned a word that I wanted to share with you. Okay. A word that I kind of understand and I kind of relate to, but I kind of don't. The word is compersion. All right. And what is compersion? It is the opposite of jealousy. It's described as the feeling of joy that a person feels from seeing their partner happy with another partner. Wow. Now. They, they put a label on that too? We're dealing with a lot of labels today. A lot of labels. A lot of labels. Which, I'm not good with labels. I don't like labeling things, but whatever. You anyway. can always just say you fuck more than one person. But it doesn't sound nice. You gotta put a nice bow on it. Oh, yeah, like polygyny. <laughs> <laughs> well... I understand that feeling of being happy that your partner is happy. I like seeing you happy. I like doing things with you that I know you enjoy. And I, you. Um, I think that's part of being in a healthy relationship. Yes. I just don't know. I couldn't see myself, again, in this relationship with you because of how I feel about you and us and all of those things. I could not see myself sitting back and seeing you happy with somebody else. 
Yeah, I don't I don't see that making me happy. No. And I mean, not, not staying in the relationship and being happy about it. Like, if we broke up, uh, as long as I wasn't, you know, wishing death on you for some, for whatever reason, <laughs> then, yeah, I would be happy to see you with someone else, but then we're not together. That's different circumstances. That's different. That's different. I can see, I can see that being a thing. I have someone who I was in a relationship with when we were very young and he's now married and I'm happy for him. Okay. Like that, that's what I mean. Like that yeah. makes perfect sense. We're um, still good friends. I'm, I'm very happy for him. I've dated some people, uh, you know, you move on. Mm -hmm. Exes are not necessarily enemies mm -hmm. in my book. So, you know, always happy to see an ex happy with yeah. somebody, you know. I have other exes that I wish to get fucked in the ass with the cactus, but that's a different story. Boom. <laughs> but I see, we've dated some of the same people. <laughs> <laughs> not quite, <laughs> but it's very similar. But I, so I do understand that feeling of feeling happy for seeing someone else happy, but not yes. my, my person. I look at you as my person. You're my partner. You're my my mate. Right. The person I've wanted, I've been waiting for. I cannot see myself now being like, oh, look, there you and Maria. You're about to go out to have uh, have dinner, or go to a movie or whatever. And you're all happy and I'm sitting here like this bitch. Well, you know that doesn't happen because Maria is a fantastic cook. Oh, I forgot. Reina Rosa Sanchez. So you only keep her for, for her cooking? It's not the only reason, but oh, it's a perk. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Maria again. Ah, Wish we could have had you here for this. That would have been interesting. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. So I read about some ways to build polyamorous relationship. And I mean, some of these, these things are all the basis for building any kind of relationship. I would think like I would it, it think shouldn't exactly. take very much uh, aside from tweaking to get right. it right. So just like any other relationship, trust is key. You can't have a relationship without trust. Uh, communication. You can't have a relationship without communication. Whether it's a monogamous relationship or a polyamorous relationship, uh, communication is key. Especially when you have a relationship with more than one person, though. I think you have to have so much open communication and understanding for what you're doing and how you want to go about it. There's no way to do that without being able to communicate effectively with that, each other. That would be really difficult, yeah. I think. I mean, the the more vaginas and penises you put on the, the table or mm -hmm. add into the mix, like the more communication is required because you're just, you're not going to please everybody all the time, but you got to try, right? I have to try. And uh, we actually did an episode. Our very first episode was about communication. Yes, go all the way back. Yes, all the way to number one, guys. And you can hear us talk about communication, how we work on communication in our relationship. We are a monogamous couple. But, you know, you can take these tidbits and put them into any relationship that you have. Absolutely. Another thing that was spoken about, which I think is so important, especially for a polyamorous relationship, would be consent. And this goes back to the Derek Jackson thing. Relationships are not a free-for-all. You have to have an agreement among your your primary your secondary whoever you have to have an agreement and an understanding and you have to all agree that this is what you want to do you can't force this on somebody no, otherwise it's cheating it, it's cheating <laughs> it, it, it's it's again going back to our first episode about cults the the guy who leads that cult that i mentioned in that episode oh, yeah, carbon nation yes he forces uh his his relationships 
onto these women. They have no choice. They have to be involved with him and each other. That's what he wants. That's what he does. That's it. Go back to that episode too if you want to hear more about ridiculous. it. Oh, he's he's a scumbag. He's on his way back to that girl who I who I mentioned in, in that episode, the mm. one that had all the the you know oh, yeah. cooties. He he's going to pick her up now because she's going back. Oh, wonderful! Uh-huh. Good for her. Awful. Idiot. Gotta let her live her life. Whatever works. Stupid yeah. people are still people. Listen, you like it, I love it. Whatever. Um. Also, another thing: mutual respect. You have to respect your partner's feelings. Your partner's partner's feelings. It has to be what everyone wants, which again goes back to the whole consent thing. Those are just the things you should keep in mind if you're trying to delve into something like that. Right. So there's that. Have you noticed a lot of things now on TV uh, revolve around poly relationships? Notice a lot of episodes, a lot of different TV shows that talk about it. Really? I don't watch a lot of TV. Okay. So I know. Have you ever seen the show Elementary? Uh, Lucy Lou. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's a pretty good show. I think I watched all of it. I think I watched all of it. I can't remember. Oh, okay. But they did an episode about... I don't remember the specifics of it, but there was a throuple in the relationship. So it was a, a woman and two men. And I think the woman was in the hospital or something. Somebody tried to kill her or something. Some, yeah. Some, some storyline like this. I may have seen this one. And... Um, it ends up coming out that they suspect this one man did it. Then they suspected that her husband did it. Then they thought, okay, well, she's cheating. Come to find out eventually that they were all involved in a relationship oh. and they just kept it quiet and nobody knew about it. That's, that's the kind of thing you want to tell the cops if something is being investigated. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, as soon as someone's labeled a cheater mm-hmm. or or the one that they're cheating with, mm-hmm. automatically a suspect. Of course. Of course. So that's what happened. And that that's how that relationship was revealed. Um, and they had said in the show that the reason why that they didn't they didn't talk about it was because of their fear of judgment, which understandable. Of course, this day and age, mm-hmm. you're judged on everything. Everything. Uh, another show that's pretty popular. You ever heard of Sister Wives? I have. I've never watched it, but I've heard about it. I've heard yeah. a few people talking about it. I I didn't really watch it either, but I I've seen enough to know. Uh, I've seen some clips. I've seen some articles about it. So it's actually 15 seasons of that show. Are you kidding me? Yes. I had no idea it had been around that long. 15 seasons. Wow. And the only reason why I know about it is because there's so much controversy about it. So it stars this guy named uh, Cody Brown. And he has four wives. And the four of them live on this cul-de-sac. Each wife has their own home. Oh. And they all have children. So he was married to this one lady in the early 90s. Then she, they added another wife and, you know, obviously they got, uh, these, these two more. Apparently the first wife divorced him wow. because of jealousy over the fourth wife oh, Jesus. who he has since married. Wow. <laughs> Apparently the first wife and the second wife were friends and that's how she got put on. I I, I don't watch it. It, it seems like a lot. It sounds a lot. complicated. Yeah. It, it sounds it, like a lot of work. Yeah. It, it is a lot. I, I couldn't get into it. Netflix also has a show out. It's called Want. Uh, no, it's not a show. There's a movie called Wanderlust. Okay. And it's about a couple that feel like they've lost their spark. So they makes sense. Open, Wanderlust. Yeah, they open their relationship. Oh. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't see that coming. You think? 
<laughs> with the, the way this whole episode is is shaping up, I would have seen that coming. Yeah, I have not watched that yet. I'm, I'm willing to give it a go, see what it's about. I just saw the um, little trailer about it the other day as I was working on this. Shout out to Netflix, man. They got a lot of relationshipy stuff. <laughs> they, they do, indeed, they do. There's also another show that I watched that I, I actually really enjoyed. Okay. Um, it's called Escaping Polygamy. Ah. Yes. That sounds interesting. And it's about the FLDS. Uh, I believe you brought that up on uh, Come to Think of It. <laughs> I did. I did. It was in the, in the episode where I was interviewing you guys. Yes. And I brought you guys my question of the day, which was, would it be frowned upon if in your will you left your wife to a friend? I remember that. <laughs> I do. I remember that question. Yeah. Um, I remember thinking about it later on. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so in that episode, I did reference the FLDS um, because that's, that's one of the things that they do. If a man dies, he can leave his wives, however many wives he has, and his children, however many children he has, Oy. to his brother. Poor brother. <laughs> so the FL- My brother would hate me. I'm pretty sure he would. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he would. I'm kind of mouthy. He's got a girl of his own already. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, us, the <laughs> men in my family were pretty stubborn folks. Uh-huh. We know what we want. Mm-hmm. We don't like to deviate from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we deal with things head on. Don't a lot. I know it. And, you know, when it when something comes at us and it's not head on, we tend to turn toward it and make it head on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't think he would want the hassle of having... Uh, you and your daughter added to his relationship uh, just because I went and probably did something stupid and ended up dead. Yep. Yep. He would just say no. I'm sure. When you showed up with the, the luggage or whatever, uh-huh. he would just say no. And close the door. I get it. Thanks, little brother. Don't I know you from somewhere? <laughs> oh, yeah. Your brother left me to you in his will. No. That's awful. And yeah. He, close the he door. would say it just like that, I'm sure. Return to sender. Oh, great. Well... FLTS stands for the Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which is an offshoot of Mormonism. Yeah. This group is actually considered a cult. Uh, I I believe it. Yes. As they should be. And I just want to go back and reference the first episode that we did about cults, where we talked about the bite model, which is, you know, what makes a cult a cult. Yep. And if you look into the FLDS, you will see that they definitely fit that criteria. Um, so for them, they believe that a man can have multiple wives because it was commanded by God and is the way to reach the highest form of salvation. Now, if that's not game, I don't know... <laughs> how to play i'm trying to understand how, how does that bring you salvation i i don't get that hey look the more you can get the better uh shot you have at sainthood it makes perfect sense for all the greedy it doesn't make sense at all what what does that have to do with salvation i don't know show me in the bible I, i'm just telling you what they said I doing me. <laughs> show I, me where it says you should have multiple wives i did not research that that deeply so i don't know uh actually you know we do have a book of mormon here do we now yes remember we got one did we steal it from the hotel? <laughs> I say we, but I mean I. I'm never taking stuff. Well, uh, I'm not I, like a klepto. I don't steal from my friends or department stores. Nothing like that. But like, if we go to a hotel mm. and I see something I like, I'll risk the extra charge. I think that's from when we went to Ocean City. 
Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. The the easiest souvenir. Nobody charges you when you steal a, a, a Bible or a Book of Mormon from a hotel. I'm pretty I've sure done they it lots w- of times. They want you to take they it. They don't. I think they want you to take it. The Mormons definitely do because they want to marry you. Marry who? You. Not me. You who are staying in the hotel room. No, I'm good. I'm good. No, not me. Um, the Mormons believe that a man should... Sorry, I'm clarify. FLDS, not the Mormons. They believe that a, a man should have a minimum of three wives. Man, it's a lot of headaches. Yeah. So, escaping polygamy is about these three sisters that left the polygamous group in Salt Lake City. And the sisters are trying to help their family and friends escape the group. Smooth. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's a really good show. I watched a few seasons of it. The main issue to me, though, is the rape. I'm going to call it what it is. It's rape of underage children and incest. Are they raping little kids on this show? Yeah. Uh, I mean, they don't show it. But one of the women in the show was being courted by her 42-year-old uncle. And at okay. the time, she was 14 years 14. old. 14. Now, by courted, courted, do you mean fucking or just like really the textbook definition of courting? I'm going to have to say it's the te- textbook definition, but I don't know for okay. certain. I, I can't say for sure. But um, I, I would think that even under their religious protections that the government would have something to say about a 42-year-old fucking a 14-year-old. 42-year-old uncle raping his niece. Sorry, courting, courting, air quotes, courting, because I don't know. I don't want to say he had sex with her. I don't know. Courting his 14-year-old niece. I don't know. Again, I want to say, I don't know where it says that in the Book of Mormon. I don't know where it says that in the Bible. But these people believe that this is what they are supposed to do in order to achieve salvation. They always say that. I, I, I guess. I, I, I guess. It's that same logic they used at Nuremberg. I bring that up a lot. Yes, Because you do. it applies a lot. Okay, so let's hit it. How, how does it apply here? I was just doing what I was told to do. Mm. That's what they all said at Nuremberg mm. about, you know, the atrocities at Auschwitz and everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys are saying, the, the book made me do it. Right. God told me to go out and, you know, have sex with multiple women and marry multiple women and molest my 14 year old niece disgusting it's okay though because i'm gonna marry her too disgusting absolutely disgusting so you hear about it polygamy polyamory all these things uh in the western world but there's a lot of other cultures that practice it as well so you have the maasai group okay in africa They're from northern, central, and southern Kenya, as well as as northern Tanzania. Okay. And that's more of a... So they're out there in the hot part? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) For any of y'all who don't know geography, all of Africa is hot. Oh, God. I almost said something to you about you that I shouldn't say. Anyway, not, not, not publicly. Well, thanks for throwing that out there. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so they have a, a patriarchal society, but the younger women are allowed to have sexual partners. Okay. Now, when they say younger, I'm not exactly sure like how young, but from the information I found, the women fall into these two groups. So the first group is little girls and teenagers up to the age of 16. Okay. And the second group of women is 17 and up. Um, so, again, 
you have these younger women, the first group, that are allowed to have sexual partners. Yeah. Don't know how young. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's. And then they're considered. They fall into the second group once they've started their menstruation and they pass <laughs> this rite of passage, which is genital mutilation. I don't know how that's a rite of passage and not a form of torture. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've ever seen it, mm-hmm. it is wicked. Yeah. They remove every mm. external part of the vagina. Mm. Now, until I had looked into this, uh, I always thought that it was just that they cut off the clit right. or, you know, maybe burned it or however mm-hmm. they want to, you know, maniacally damage a person. Mm-hmm. But no, this is the removal of every every bit of the vagina from the clitoris um just use regular street terms the clit uh the little hood above the clit Mm -hmm. uh the pussy lips and even the 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 mound is then sewn shut you know the poofy part around the goodies (laughs) you know what i mean uh they cut off all the goodies all of it uh they make it flat and then they sew that shut and mm-hmm. they just leave two holes for urine and menstrual fluid. Yes. They sew it shut. Yes. Now, I understood that it was just the inner lips that were sewn. I'm not sure, but I, I've never no, heard they the re- they remove the inner lips completely mm. and mm. they sew the mound together. Awful stuff. Yeah, I... uh, if you've got a, a strong constitution, you can Google that. Yeah. Uh, you'll see some images that you will never forget. I... When I first heard about this, I was in my teens, I believe, or maybe early 20s. Yeah. And I read a book by this model. Her name is Waris Deary, and she's from Somalia. The book is called Desert Flower. Okay. And she tells her own story of genital mutilation. And Awful. Yeah. She's now, she's in the States now, I think. Uh, maybe not now, but at the time when the book, whenever the book she was. And she is married and has children. And uh, and she said that she does not experience sexual pleasure when she has sex with her husband. I believe it. But she enjoys sex with him because of the intimacy. That is an awful thing to do to a woman. For real. That's awful. I, um, so after I learned about that, I, I just started researching things and you see the pictures online. And the, the instrument that they use in order to remove the clitoris. And it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Um, that, that if, if you're interested, just Google it. <laughs> That's all I can yeah, say. Yeah, we're not sharing those. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm, I'm, I'm not. Um, so they say that in, in the Maasai tradition, they say that it, it's not about safeguarding the virginity of the of the girl because again a woman can have sex well a girl can have sex with whoever she chooses it's just a matter it's a trial of of courage and to see if she has the ability to bear pain just like a man would during circumcision that's ridiculous mm-hmm. and it's, it's way different uh, yeah <laughs> yeah that's actually something that i was i was really like off topic it's kind of like when I was pregnant and I didn't know whether I was having a boy or a girl, I really struggled with that circumcision thing. Really? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know how I felt about it. I don't have a penis, so I, I don't know. I did a lot of researching about that because I, okay. I just didn't know how I, how I felt about it. Anyway. So like I said, when the woman is in the first group, she can have sexual, a sexual relationship with up to three men. 
then once she's 17 and has gone through the rite of passage, she's ready for marriage. Um, so she has to get her vagina cut off to get married. Yes. Yes. I think that's the opposite in the States. <sighs> what do you mean? <laughs> oh, in the States we get our balls cut off when we get married. So. You know what? Shout out to all the married fools out there who got that one. Uh, and, and, and where are you going to fall in this situation, sir? I don't know when I'm married yet. So. There's still time to get out. Until then, I just use a cup. Get out. See that movie? Get I out. did. Mm-hmm. I did. Anyway. So, the young warriors don't have enough wealth at that point. Wealth is measured by cattle. So Makes the, sense. Right. So, the woman will marry an older man because he has enough cattle wealth in order to support her wow so she can she can screw around with the young boys who ain't got nothing but then they cut her vagina off and she marries a guy who can take care of her because he got a bunch of cows right and the other thing too about the the, the mutilation is that they say that the reason why the clit is removed and whatever other parts of the vagina is so that she won't seek other men so it's okay to be young and you know go here go there right but then once she gets older she has to settle down no you can't enjoy this but then they can't they don't do anything to the guy to make him not seek other women no no because again patriarchal society so this is all about polygyny not anything else okay so the Maasai male can have as many wives as he can afford the more cattle he has the more wives he can support each wife has her own hut the first wife's hut is on the right side of her husband's hut and the second wife's hut is on the left side that's, that's a little specific. That's how it is. They all live together. They eat together. They raise children together. That, from that perspective, I'm, I'm for it. Like, you know, that whole ad, that old adage, it takes a village to raise a child. Well, yeah, if you're married to the rest of the village. Well, they're, they're not married. Not, well, that the wives aren't married, but they all raise their children together and, you know, live together. That part I'm for. The rest of that stuff mutilation and all that I'm not here for that that doesn't sound very uh, homely not in the slightest it just sounds like torture to me well hence the mutilation part I don't know why they call it mutilation when uh, I mean clearly it's mutilation but I don't know why they call it mutilation if it's supposed to be some trial by fire for courage and stuff I mean that's the western word for it I don't know what they call it in their culture Oh, okay. So they don't just say we're going to mutilate your no. genitals now. No, there's some other word for it. I just gotcha. Don't know That's what, a label we put on someone else's practice to yeah. make them feel small. More, more or less. <laughs> you want to look at it that way. I mean, that's what we do here in America. Yeah. Cancel culture is out of hand. Uh-huh. Look down our noses at other people while uh-huh. we do the worst to ourselves. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Look who we put in charge for four freaking years. I still got to see this guy on, on TV. Like, when I seldom turn on a TV mm-hmm. or stand in a room that has one on. <laughs> Not happy about that at all. I hear you. So, similar to the Maasai tribe, the Aboriginal people in Australia also po- practiced polygyny. They arranged marriages, which were usually done by way of in- infant betrothal. And what's that now? So, a baby would be promised to an older man. Oh, I got you. Mm-hmm. That baby would then be betrothed to the man. Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's how you want to see it. So women would typically get married around puberty. 
And right. I mean, that's the way we did it here too for right. a long time. Everywhere. And a, a man would get married in his late 20s or maybe even later. Wow. Yep. So these societies just setting it up so that old man get that young tail. Exactly. That's the way I see it. That's how I see it too. But I mean, it makes sense in terms of the Maasai because they're saying you can't be a young man and not have enough wealth to support these wives. Right. So I get that part. You should be older and more established in order to, to live your life in that way. You can't have uh, four wives and you ain't got money to feed them all. Doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. Yeah. Unless, of course, you live in America where it's okay to have nine children and live off the government. No comment. <laughs> Not all Aboriginal tribes were polygynous, but some were. The women of these tribes were only allowed to have one husband unless he died and then she could remarry but she was not allowed to have more than one husband at the same time man mm -hmm. in gabon in west africa both men and women were allowed to have more than one spouse there you go now but, we're talking equality but typically only men did it so, <laughs> which, surprise surprise uh, probably because they frown upon the women doing it and call them names like how they do here in america yes. when a man can go around and sling his penis any everywhere but if a woman does it she's a whore slut shaming awful that's why i like to slut shame men and i do i like to slut shame about everybody <laughs> so i mean I'm with it. i don't like to slut shame anybody whatever you do like do you hey look if i have to see it like if it's in my face I'm going to ask you, how come you're sucking seven dicks? You know what I mean? Oh, boy. <laughs> I know you how, would. How are you going to complain about this when you're you sucking would. seven dicks? I know you would. I, I I have no doubt in my mind you would say that. I, Gonorrhea is a surprise at this point. Right now, this is a surprise to you. <laughs> and, you know, and I got, you know, uh, male friends who like to dabble and uh, whatnot. <laughs> I look how you took a sigh before you said that. Mm-hmm. Dabble and whatnot. Trying not to disrespect. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> because how you going to eat three assholes and be like, this bitch gave me, gave me the herps or something. But which one? Which one did you have your face in her asshole that ended up with a, a cold sore on your lip? I just want to say that I have nothing Four. to say about that. That, that, that. Nope. I'm, I'm out of this one because that got nothing to do with me. Mm -mm -mm. So anyway, back to this, this, uh country in africa yeah, moving on moving forward africa it's hot there so the thing about <laughs> the thing about that uh this this particular area is that like i said both men and women are allowed to have more than one spouse only men usually do it and before the marriage they have to sign a contract stating whether or not they intend to pursue a polygamous relationship in the future oh wow yes this must be a high fluting area of africa that we don't get to hear about much I'm not, i don't see anything wrong with signing that contract and making that agreement you should agree with it agree to it before you get married but is it pencil and pen or you know pen and paper worthy you don't i, I, don't, I don't know i mean i feel like you should there are certain things and this is not really directly related but there's there's certain things that you should put on the table before you get married well, I'm yeah, gonna I'm, do I'm this. I'm definitely do that. saying that if you want another penis in a relationship or another vagina in the relationship, you should definitely bring that up before you mm -hmm, get married. Mm -hmm. But my thing is, why why am I signing a contract over it? That's part of their culture. Weird. It's part of um, lawyer culture. 
<laughs> you think you think that's what it is? Why else would you need a contract? It's got to be a legally binding thing. Because, mm-hmm. you know, God doesn't care if you have a piece of paper that says you're going to screw multiple people. Hmm. I I'm not even guess. religious, and I can tell you that. Yeah, you're not, which is interesting because you said something else before that was religion-based. I forgot what it was. I wanted to say, hmm, how do you feel about that? I don't remember. It'll come back to me eventually. <laughs> My hypocrisy knows no bounds. Clearly. Clearly, I see like you pick and choose sometimes where you want to use those things. Interesting. I also refer to myself as a devil's advocate from time to time. Indeed. I uh, don't believe that that will exist either. Okay. Can't have one without the other. You got to believe the whole book or none of it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Word. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a discussion for another. Oh, another that is episode. a whole other episode because we can definitely go down the rabbit hole with that one. And your black and white thinking. Now, while it seems that we talked about a lot of places and tribes and cultures that practiced polygyny, there are some that practice polyandry. Okay. So the Iroquois of Northern Nigeria allow women to have co-husbands. Co-husbands. Yes. Women could take on multiple husbands and the children's father was considered whoever the woman's husband was at the time. Stop it. Yes. That would cause such a ruckus here in the States. It sure would. But that is what they did. Now everybody's paying child support. So let's use us as an example. You and I are together. Mm-hmm. And then for whatever reason, we separate. I move on to my next husband. Not even separate. I'm with you. I'm in your house. We have our children. I go on to the next man. And in his house, with my children that I had with you, yeah, that is now the children's Just father. Sucking my, my kid's dad? I don't think so. Yeah, that's how it is. This was outlawed in, in uh, 1968. Wow. I wonder in why. In Nigeria. I wonder why. Somebody screwed that up. Maybe there were men like, you know, trying to take each other out. Yeah, maybe. Or just, you know, trying to pawn those kids off on someone else so they don't have to pay the child support. Maybe. I don't know if Africa has child support or stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know how it works in Gabon or Uruguay. I don't know, but that's what I that's what I read. You also have the Paharis tribe in northern India that practice polyandry. So this tribe is said to be descendants of a woman who had five husbands and they now carry Dang. that tradition. Yeah. I don't know if I could handle five husbands. Like one of y'all is enough. Thank you. Yeah, no, no. I, I don't mean, and I'm, I'm just saying, like, like in terms of, like, you know, man and mood and yeah. stuff. Like, one, one of y'all. That's all. I, I, I can't be on that point. Then I'm just be like, listen, I'm done. Just walk off into the sunset. I, I, five. I can't imagine having five wives. No. I don't, I don't even want two wives. Yeah, I, I know. Some days one is, 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 is way too much for you. Why are you being quiet now? I have nothing to say. Of course you don't. <laughs> uh, Back to Paris. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Some parts of Nepal, women can marry brothers. But only brothers. Oh, now wait. You mean like siblings or like, you know, brothers? Siblings. Siblings. Okay. Siblings. But not to ask where Nepal is because that sounded weird. Siblings. Got you. Uh, <laughs> so she can marry brothers and both of them can, you know, engage with her. Uh, and nope. they have a belief. 
Sorry, kid. Not sharing my wife. They have a belief that a child can have more than one father. Like physically or just, you know. That I. These are both my dads. That's they can have more than one father. I reference in one of our previous episodes, my favorite book, Outlander. Yes. And in one of the eight books, I don't remember which one, there was a woman that got into a relationship with twin brothers. Oh, jeez. And both of the brothers. I think I've seen this one. <laughs> both of the brothers would have sex with her at the same time. Oh. So when she got duh. pregnant, she had this child and they didn't know which brother was the father. But it didn't really matter because <laughs> right. they were twins, so they have identical DNA. Uh-huh. And both of them were the child's father. I'm not saying that this is what their practice believe this this uh group in Nepal believed, but that was just something that it made me think of. Um that <laughs> wow. Yeah. Amazonian cultures also practiced uh, some of the some of the sorry some of the Amazonian cultures also practice polyandry. So it sounds like something to get your uh, peoples off the ground. Uh, Pol- all these early tribes and stuff they're they're trying you know the Aborigines the 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 folks who are not quite advanced to the, the point of living in a first world country mm-hmm. yet, uh, still relying on it. Um, in a way, it makes sense. Yeah. To build the community and the family strong, keep people together, keep yes. people. Yes. Uh, in a strong position moving upward yes. forward but then when you get to a place where you know you can you could buy a, a an eight thousand dollar piece of equipment pretty much down the road from your house in most places or in the nearest city mm-hmm. uh doesn't make a lot of sense it doesn't make the same sense i should say okay so in other words you feel that it made sense for the past similar to what Derek Jackson had said it made sense to for the past yeah kind of survival not, of the fittest mm-hmm. uh, if, if you've got multiple components of, of a puzzle or of a unit rather uh, that aren't lining up properly mm-hmm. you can you can make them stronger by putting them together yeah Agreed. so that makes sense when you're starting out when you know you're building your society mm-hmm. but you don't think for now it doesn't make sense it doesn't. We're, we're way beyond having to gather for strength to survive. Um, Do you think so? Absolutely. In this country, we have to gather for strength to survive in a different way. We have to survive the tyrannical government mm-hmm. and the, the groups that are running our nation behind our backs. Uh, not the same. Not the same as needing you know, two wives to make sure you have 10 children before you die so that you know your family goes on. I know so many people, especially black people, that talk about this and they say that part of their reason for wanting to be involved in a polyamorous relationship um again if you're building a structure where you have four people together for example not not necessarily just a throuple but four people together um and they use that as a way to help build generational wealth which is something that we were denied in the past right i can see that and that makes sense to me you want to you have all of these resources you're all combining your resources and you're building together building a business building a, you know buying homes whatever yeah yeah you see it all the time those with, uh, things immigrants. make sense yes to me that makes sense um like that, that's another thing with like caribbean people for example yeah. when they come to america all the family lives together and absolutely because it's way easier to pull your easy, resources absolutely so 
when I look at it from that perspective, from coming from a Caribbean family and understanding the need for the family to be together, to, to start building together and then look at a, a polyamorous family that wants to build and build wealth together, that makes so much sense to me. You're all together pooling your resources, pooling your money, pooling your knowledge, pooling whatever it is that you have yeah. in order to build greatness. You raise your children together. Everybody is is contributing to this child's knowledge to, to, to build that child into a better person, more knowledgeable person that can go out there and then make more money. When I look at it from that perspective, it makes so much sense to me. And that's why I cannot say that this is a selfish thing to do. Yes, people are selfish in their moves, in their motives, but not everybody. I, I believe fully that it does take a village to raise a child. And if everyone is consenting, everyone agrees that this is what they want to do. It doesn't matter how it looks on the outside, as long as it works for you and you're not harming anyone. I understand that logic, but I still feel that it's selfish. Um, commit or don't commit. Uh -huh. You can sleep around if you want. You can have multiple partners if you want, but don't commit. You can't commit to more than one person. That's not a commitment. Okay. We're going to. I, I also don't agree with the the village raising a child thing because villagers these days are not dependable. Uh, you can't rely on people to instill knowledge in your children the way that they instill it in their own children because when you look at their children, you see that they are not instilling knowledge; they're okay. instilling ignorance. Okay, I I, I have to also you know killers and rapers and stuff. <laughs> I understand. I understand your perspective. I think that some of our thoughts on this might just come from. Our different upbringing and mm. and that has a lot to do with it too uh your upbringing does affect your perspective on certain things and i think that this is one of those situations where we are not going to agree because of that perspective and that's okay you mean the selfishness part or the kids part all of that well there's not a village raising your child no there's not a village well in a way yes there is a village raising my child i huh. have my parents around still that's not a village that is part of a that's village. your family that's not a village no that that saying comes from having the entire literally the entire village involved in disciplining your child like your neighbor down the block can smack the crap out of your kid for mouth and off i, I hear what you're you saying. know what i mean yeah it's not the same it, it is in a way it it's is way different that's your own family okay again agree to disagree all right but i'm not agreeing to that i didn't say you had to agree i said you had you, to you agree literally to did you said okay agree to disagree no i'm not agreeing to disagree on it. <sighs> okay <laughs> nor am i going to go back and forth with you and argue this point how I feel is how I feel, and how you feel is how you feel. Yes, but I know the definition of a village. Here we go. You, you got to get the last word to be right, huh? I don't have to get the last word to be right. I was right no matter what. This is how we get stuck on conversations about Whitney Houston. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still wrong. Uh. Anyway, y'all, thanks for joining us for this episode. I hope you learned a little something. I know I did. <laughs> we know you did. Um, if you have anything that you want to add, you want to share any personal situations that you want to share with us, please feel free to hit us up. Love to hear your thoughts on it. Definitely. Anyway, guys, check us out for next episode. See you soon. Yep. See you next time. Coffee Cream and Convo is hosted by Heidi Potter and Tommy Brown with music from Otis McDonald. Check us out on Instagram at Coffee Cream and Convo for more content. Coffee Cream and Convo is a Dead Savage production.